You are listening to Scotland's Ear to the Ground, the podcast that brings you interviews with Scotland's finest composers. Your hosts are Aileen Sweeney and Ben Eames. Today we are joined by Matthew Whiteside for our first in-person interview. Matthew is a composer, collaborator, sound designer and concert producer based in Glasgow. In 2016, Matthew founded The Night With, a concert series which presents a range of interesting music in intimate, informal venues, as well as creating opportunities for young composers. As a composer, Matthew's work has included a short opera commissioned by Scottish Opera Connect and Entangled, commissioned by the Institute of Physics. At this year's Scottish Awards for New Music, his piece Night Thoughts was shortlisted in the large-scale new work category, as well as The Night With, jointly winning the award for recording of new music. Hello, how's it going? Hello, not too bad. <laughs> it's quite nice to be in someone else's flat as well for the first time in ages. We've filled out all the stops, we've cleaned it and everything. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it is really clean. I shouldn't say that was a surprise, it is really clean. There's a very nice rug on the floor we're standing on as well. So, Ikea's yeah. finest. <laughs> Ikea has some excellent rugs. Exhibit yeah. A. <laughs> they, are, they are really nice rugs. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> we'll put a link in the description for anyone that's interested. Affiliate links at the bottom. It's all good. <laughs> um, so to start us off, could you tell us a little bit about Night Thoughts, which was nominated at the awards this year for the large-scale new work category? Yeah, Night Thoughts was actually the last in-person performance I went to. Um, oh, really? Which was... March last year, kind of got it was performed in uh, Dublin as part of New Music Dublin by Crash Ensemble, and kind of that was I think it was the first of March was the premiere. Yeah. Then came back from that, and got back to Scotland, and the world did what the world did. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Night Thoughts was performed at New Music Dublin by Crash Ensemble. It was commissioned by Crash Ensemble as part of their Free State series. It was Free State Twelve. Um, it's a commissioning and composer development scheme run by Crash Ensemble for Irish composers. So last year they had Ed Bennett as the as the mentor um, through the whole process and kind of get some really nice workshops and then a performance which was really quite cool. Um, the weirdly one of the one of the workshops itself um, I was sitting between flights in Heathrow <laughs> zooming in which was just very very weird before Zoom was such a, a normal thing. <laughs> Um, I'm interested in the in the title. Where, where does that come from? I actually found my notes earlier on on this. Quiet opening descending into spectral mess was the way I described the piece in my kind of notes. Came up with that idea. I was driving up to Aberdeen as part of the night with and just kind of having this the piece, what could be the piece running through my head and that's what just kind of summed it up. So I started off with that and then halfway through writing it, I just realised that it was that... I kind of wanted it to start as if it had always been there, build into this thing, have a bit of a rest and then build again. And then, and it's like, oh yeah, that's kind of like those thoughts you get just before you fall asleep that you kind of, they appear out of nowhere as if they've always been there, 
they come up, there's often something really stressful, anxiety building, then you kind of go, oh no, I'll stop, I'll stop thinking about that, I'll stop thinking about that, I'll think about this other thing. And then these thoughts come back again, and eventually it's like, ah, no, ah, bugger off. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's kind of where the, the, the title kind of describes the form of the piece to me.
So the, the entire piece sort of centres around a rocking figure, which is clearly established in the first few bars of the piece. How did you decide on this idea and was it initially clear how this would unravel over the course of the piece from the outset? The initial idea, I think it just came in that, oh, this just sounds like building that composer myth, but that's not actually what I'm <laughs> trying to do. It was that driving up to Aberdeen, just my mind wandering, thinking about this piece, yeah, what yeah. this piece could be, and just had that sense of it's coming from nothing. What could that nothing be? Is it a held note? Is it a osnado? Is it what? And I just kind of landed on this idea of the... And... Yeah, it just kind of went from there. I wouldn't say that the piece was fully formed by no way at that point. It was just kind of working through what that figure could be mm. and just kind of sitting down, manuscript paper, and just scribbling away. Nope. And then just various drafts, and then eventually, eventually coming to this after working through what that little germ of an idea could become. And in a way, the germ of the idea is there through the whole piece. So has it become anything or is it just still that insistent, slightly annoying <laughs> nee, 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 thing <laughs> the whole way through? And then just kind of glissandering and all that lark, basically. <laughs> there's a kind of feel of, um, did you say you were driving when you first started thinking mm. about what to do with There's almost like a, a sort of siren-like quality to the the motif that you use. I'd thought the... that as I was talking there. I hadn't made that connection. <laughs> that there, I wonder if there was a siren somewhere and there might have been, but not an intentional reference. So the Crash Ensembles are an amplified ensemble featuring electric guitar. Um, did you find this sort of ensemble suited your writing style? I think it suited the piece because knowing it was amplified meant that I could do that really quiet stuff at the start and it would still be very audible in the in the hall because without the amplification, it was really, really quiet in, in rehearsal. Amplified stuff suits my music more from a just natural style point of view rather than a I am writing for an amplified ensemble point of view. It was one, um, I don't know if you ever met him, Jason Stadden. He, he and I were doing masters at RCS at the same time. Um, and he turned, I remember him turning around to me one day and was going, you're essentially writing classical rock music, aren't you? <laughs> and I had never thought of it that way. But the more I think about that, the more I think that that's kind of what I'm doing, especially with my interest in those kind of dense spectral chords and almost leading toward noise music sometimes. And I think that definitely comes out of my um, kind of metal or background or metal or youth and I'm still listening quite a lot to it. So, <laughs> so, so were yeah. you in a metal band? When we you're younger? Weirdly, no. I did learn no. to play the guitar, but never played in a band. Almost did, and then we went on holiday and then didn't talk after. It was one of those kind of, um, yes, we'll make a band, we get back from Easter. Easter was four weeks, and then, uh, oh, I couldn't be after that, I've got other things to do. Now. <laughs> that kind of really short attention span. But, um, yeah. yeah. No, I love, I still listen to lots of it. It's kind of one of the, I remember whenever I was, started doing, studying music properly, um, kind of degree in postgrad, kind of going, no, I need to listen to more classical music. I shouldn't listen to as, as much of that kind of stuff. And for some reason, didn't give myself permission to listen to other stuff outside of what I felt that I should have been listening to, which yeah. I think is probably something a lot of music students can 
<laughs> related. Yeah. So obviously you founded The Night With a few years back. Could you give us a sort of elevator pitch of what The Night With does? The Night With puts on interesting music into informal venues. And what I mean by interesting music is mostly contemporary classical, but the interesting bit allows more variability within that. So mm. putting on something like Wooden Elephant with Ian Anderson's arrangements of Radiohead or um, Baroque music on electric ensemble or something. It just kind of has more variability. Um, but yeah, The Night With is interesting music in informal venues, basements of pubs. Um, and the point of putting them in there is to try and just make an informal, more gig-like experience rather than this traditional classical, no, we must clap at the appropriate times. Um, so like there's a, from day one, it was always three 15, 30, 15 to 30 minute thirds. So you've got more of a chance to go and get another drink, chat to some friends, chat to the ensemble, chat to the composers and make it much more of a social event than a normal classical concert kind of ends up being. Um, which is partially why I made the decision not to do anything digital over the last year and a half, mm -hmm. because I felt that doing digital stuff for the night with was too far away from what it does. Um, so I just kind of took the decision of hold back and put put on concerts again when we can. Um, but yeah, the, what, the things that I'm really... I've written down some numbers in, in advance of, of this. Um, so to get them right, since 2016, we've put on 41 concerts, which have had 27 premieres, seven commissioned pieces, and had about 1,500 people coming to the concerts, which, for a small chamber music thing, specialising in contemporary classical music, I think it's not too bad. Yeah, yeah. pretty good, yeah. Yeah. We run that number. Yeah, you're in that number multiple times. <laughs> I think one of the one of my highlights um, from coming to one of your concerts was walking into the hugging paint and going down the stairs with paint in hand and seeing a, a the, is it a theorbo? Yeah. Theorbo, yeah. And just sort of seeing this massive instrument <laughs> sort of in the hugging paint, it was just like yeah, really like fascinating. So you've obviously decided to keep things on the. On the back burner over 2020 what's what's going to be coming next for the night with basically at um when lockdown st started in march i was just about to launch the 2020 season and got pretty much everything booked so yeah just held everything back um so we're going to be running concerts now from january to may i've just been booking things in the, the last week which is it's really nice to have venues replying back again <laughs> um and the plan is to have uh five different ensembles touring doing uh glasgow edinburgh aberdeen and belfast as well this year plus one concert in paris um, oh, wow wait. yep we're going to paris <laughs> oh. these are so fancy <laughs> so the concerts will be juice vocal ensemble and I, i've written them a new piece uh will be red note ensemble uh, Rufus Isabel Ed Elliot has written a new piece for them, for String Quartet. The Robinson Panoramic Quartet, which is another string quartet, but instead of two violins, it's violin, viola, cello, and double bass. And Dave Fennessy is writing a new piece for them. Um, the new Antonine Brass Quintet, which uh, 
it's a live music now ensemble. Um, got Danielle Price in there, who has, is a long term friend of of the Night With, and uh, Siobhan Dyson's written them a new piece. The final ensemble is Emma Lloyd um, performing violin and electronics with the winners of the call for scores for this year, uh, Rylan Gleave and Darlene Zaraboso, and two other commissioned works from Emily Gerard Charist and Egadia Maritzkati. Um, we'll be also performing that concert in Paris, which is going to be quite nice, hopefully. The night with going more international. <laughs> We're going to hear Mesmerism, written by Paul Mack, arranged by Jessica Wells, performed by Ensemble Offspring. Uh, it was performed as part of the 2019 season, which won the Scottish Awards for New Music Programming Award last year. But this recording is on our most recent uh, album, which was released last week. The Night With Live, Volume 2. Thank <laughs> you. 
It's such a it's such a cool piece of music. How did how did this all come about? The connection between Ensemble Offspring and Paul Mack and the Night With. I was visiting Sydney in two thousand and seventeen. Yeah, I think it was two thousand and seventeen, and I was there for a holiday essentially, just to visit some friends, and. I just thought, nah, I may as well do a little bit of work when I'm there and just emailed a few ensembles and producers, etc. And just went, hello, I'm a Scottish composer, having a concert series, fancy a coffee. There was no kind of trying to pitch, it was just a meet, have a coffee, have a chat. And I met up with Claire Edwards, the percussionist and artistic director of Ensemble Offspring. And we just had a really nice lunch somewhere in Sydney for an hour and a half. And said, yeah. We should do something together at some point. Cool. Then about, I think it was about nine months later, I got an email from her going, we've just had our, um, a booking confirmed for Gaudiamus Festival. Do you fancy having us in Scotland? Yeah. If your Thanks. flights are paid for, yes, definitely. <laughs> um, so because they were already in Europe, I managed to get them to Scotland um, to do the Night With tour. And... They asked me to write a piece for that as well, so I did. Um, and as part of that tour, they wanted to perform this piece by Paul Mack. Nice one. Do you always have your, your business hat on when you go on holiday? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I rarely just go on holiday. <laughs> I just see what else is going on. Go to some concerts, try and meet someone. Why not? So the album features a huge variety of styles and uh, musicians. What was your approach to creating not only the album, but also your concerts as well? be honest it's really selfish <laughs> the whole idea of the night with and what's put on is putting on music in a way that i want to listen to it and the kind of music that i want to listen to so even though during a concert i don't always get the chance to actually listen that's where it all comes from mm. um when i sit down to curate the album and work out which pieces go together and what the pacing is um it's just what feels right um yeah, so curating CDs is quite good fun, um, pulling everything together. And one of the things that we've started to do over the, the last year um, is record and release more music. So the first release so far is The Night With Live Volume 2. But so far, we've actually recorded uh, Gyre, which will be out in, we're aiming for October, uh, with Joanna Nicholson, solo clarinet and electronics album. Uh, another album with uh, Tom Paulson, Danielle Price and Timothy Cooper. And then a third one, Turning the Elements, which is Joe Nicholson and Francis Cooper. And all of these are albums that, they're going to be studio albums, but they're music that has been performed at the night with in previous seasons. So one of the things that I'm going to do going forward is keep recording live to then release albums so that more people can have access to the music, there's more longevity for the commissions, and, yeah, just more good music out there. <laughs> nice one, that was that was great. So next we're going to listen to a remix of your string quartet number six. You've started a series of these remixes. What was the inspiration for taking these pre-existing works and sort of completely transforming them? One of the things I'm really interested in within my career as a composer is trying to learn from pop music way of doing things. And the pop music way of doing things is generally record your own stuff and release your own stuff. And that's what I've been doing with all of my albums, recorded and released them myself, 
again, support from Greater Scotland, very thankful for the support of Greater Scotland. Um, but they've been self-released. But one of the things that I hadn't done, which it was seeing the success of Old Town Road and all the remixes of Little Nas X's, was it 16 weeks at number one or something? But because of the, uh, the number of remixes and getting to different audiences... I just got really interested in the idea of how could you do a remix of a classical music piece? And in a way, that's a variation. If you want to think of it in notated ways. But if you start thinking about it as taking a pre-recorded piece and treating that recording as electroacoustic source material and then going off in a different direction, trying to abstract yourself, absent yourself from the piece as going, oh yeah, that's my quartet number six, go, no, that is a piece, it is not mine, I can do with it what I want, then it kind of opens up different avenues. So it was kind of experimenting with that music industry side of remixing stuff as much as exploring my own music in a different way, really. So then, what what did you do to it? <laughs> Pulled it apart, stripped it apart, put it through a load of effects, reversed it, time-stretched it, messed about with it to make a totally <laughs> new piece, really.
I think the feeling of Quartet Six is still within the remix, and there's still some direct quotes, but yeah, it's almost unrecognizable, I think. I think what I really like about that piece is it's, you know, when you like see something reflected in like water, you can tell what it is, but it's, it's just obscured slightly. I think, I think it has that sort of element to it in a way. Have you looked at the album artwork? No. <laughs> Look at the album have. artwork. <laughs> it's on the, it's on the phone. Is it? I think. Oh. Oh, <laughs> so basically, I'm saying congr- you, you got it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. The, the artwork's kind of is um, done by a really good friend of mine, uh, Mika Majovic. She, I sent her the recording of the piece and just went, "What's your reaction to this? Do some art based on this." And that's kind of what she came up with. So you're not the only person thinking about <laughs> Excellent. it. Um, and yeah, that's kind of with that one especially. Um, this is the first of so far. I've done four. Um, but I'm planning to do about six, seven, eight maybe for an album at some point next year. I kind of wanted this one to hint at the original quartet. So the rhythmic stuff at the start is kind of hinting at that ri- more rhythmic opening of uh, of the start of Quartet Six. But you're never quite sure what it's getting at until the quartet just kind of comes in just in the middle and kind of sits on the edge of hearing but once you've heard it then you listen back to it the second time you go oh there that's where it starts coming in i quite like that kind of teasing on the edge of understanding of what's going on as i said this is the first of four so far this one was released um in july then i've just released four days ago now just friday just passed um a remix of Ulation, Ulation for Viola and Electronics, which was on my uh, 2015 album, my first album, Dichroic Light. Quartet Six is on Entangled, my second album. Um, then the next one after Ulation coming out on the 8th of October is a remix of my Quartet Number no. 5. And then some point toward the end of November will be a remix of my piece one for my three pieces of bass clarinet elect- electronics. Um, which Quartet 5 was on Entangled and Piece 1 was on Dichroic Light. <laughs> so going on from there, do you have anything else that you would like to plug? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't quite realise how much I was, had to plug until sitting down to chat. Um, yeah, the, I, as I was saying earlier on, about, I think it's really important for uh, composers to try and learn from pop music and just do your own thing essentially so over the last five six years i've been learning how to self-release and all my music is self-released so i've, I've started doing webinars on how to self-release your music everything that goes into it all the registrations the kind of budgeting bit of marketing etc and i'm running three of those webinars later this month on the 20th the 23rd and the 25th of september um kind of some of them are in the evening, some of them are during the day, but they're all the same kind of 90 minutes uh, of me talking, well, about an hour of me talking and then 30 minutes of kind of questions and answers. There's only going to be 10 people per per webinar. So if you're interested in self-releasing or even know, wanting to know anything about it, have a look at my website and there's details there, matthewwideside.co.uk and sign up and come along and hear me waffle on for a bit more, specifically on self-releasing rather than on everything else I've been waffling about for the last however long. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I, I, I do think it's really important that composers and musicians 
don't just sit back and wait for things to drop in their laps. They need to be out there making connections, saying hello to a local ensemble when you're on holiday, releasing your own music, just DIY. Do it yourself. Go and do it. No one's going to be as interested in your music as you are, so just go and do it. <laughs> so to play you, we're going to listen to a piece, Well, Well, Well. Could you introduce it for us? Well, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> That piece is also on my first album. Um, it was recorded by Red Note Ensemble and it was, a, it was written for one of their Noisy Nights calls. It almost didn't exist. It was very much a, ah, my fastest written piece. Because I, I had a weekend where I wasn't doing anything and the deadline was the Monday evening or something. I went, yeah, I'll write something for Noisy Nights, see what it's like, why not? And that's what I did for the next three days, and that's what this piece is. What came out of it? I'm not quite sure. The, the initial idea, just kind of microtonal straining on the double bass, essentially, and just that, um, <laughs> and then just got that little phrase and just developed it. And then once once I finished the piece and kind of went, no, oh, yeah, I'm quite happy with that. Listened back to it on Sibelius, and it was about two three minutes at that point. So I went actually. What it really wants to do is go into a um, kind of jig-ish thing. And I went, really? I thought I didn't like that kind of music. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where I wanted to go. So the, the, the name came from, ha, ah, well, 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 you do like that kind of music then. <laughs> so it's a kind of self-deprecating <laughs> poke at myself. And yeah, that's what the piece is. <laughs> <laughs> 